What's up? This is Jeff Staple of the Business of Hype. And as everyone on planet Earth now knows, this is kind of a strange time that we're living in. With everyone hunkered down in their own homes, we were challenged with figuring out how to make a show, both logistically, because I typically interview all of my guests in person, but also like conceptually, like what do you guys want to actually listen to right now in the midst of what we're facing? What do y'all need right now? So we figured maybe let's call a bunch of the good people that have been on the show and just ask them how they're dealing and coping with Corona, both from a business standpoint, but also a personal one. I think hearing from people that inspire us will help us to figure out the footing in these uncertain times. I think we all go through this daily battle of figuring out big picture problems like family and unemployment and health while also tackling minutia, tiny details like when was the last time I washed my hands or do I have enough toilet paper and it's a time to replace my mask or can I get away with one more day? These are definitely very unprecedented times. And so this is just our small part in attempting to gather us together and share some stories. I hope you're able to get something out of these. I know for sure it's helped me out a lot just to have these conversations. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so we're going to start with the basics. Um, so tell me, who are you, what do you do, and where are you? All right, my name is Dre Hayes. I'm one of the co-founders of The Foundation, and I am sitting upstairs in my home in Studio City, California. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, you know, you've obviously been on the show before. I'm talking to people that uh, I've interviewed previously on the Business of Hype. Um, so, you know, besides the world basically being over right now, What's new with you since we last spoke? Wow, man. Well, I remember when we did the interview, that was that was last August. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, a lot has happened. Uh, one of my business partners, as I mentioned uh, in the interview, Ari, moved here. He moved here actually a mm -hmm. week after we did that interview. So interesting okay. enough, he's uh, he lives two blocks from me in my neighborhood. <laughs> so <laughs> so during this time, you know, we can walk by each other's house, literally just like walking around the corner. But, you yeah. know, other than that, man, just been busy continuing uh, mm -hmm. with, with my business, uh, looking to build the business and make it stronger. You know, there was a yeah, we were in the process. Uh, I remember when you came to see me, uh, we were moving. We were, remember yep. we did the interview. It was like your last week. <laughs> yeah, our last there, week yeah. in our in our old California office. So we moved into temporary workspace at the at the row in the, the arts mm -hmm. district of California. And we've been waiting for our new office to be built. And in true fashion, delays, 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 we still mm -hmm. have not moved into our new office. They're building it out right now. We ran into some construction delays when it came to union labor. And then you mm -hmm. have the whole Corona situation going on now. So by the time we move into our new office, we would have been in temporary in, in the temporary office for almost a year. So, uh, wow. it's, yeah, it's a trip, but I, we can't wait to get into our new office. So definitely looking forward well, that to that. That was a, that was a good segue to my next question that I was going to ask you, which is what were you gearing up for right before the coronavirus hit? Like, what were you excited about? What, I mean, was it, you were excited about the renovation and the, and the move being completed or oh, was there the other stuff too? I mean, well, that, that was one thing that we were definitely getting excited about and we were getting closer because originally we were supposed to move in in February. 
And then mm. February had, had become May 1st. And now we mm. have all this stuff going on. So, you know, in reality, it's not going to happen May 1st. Maybe it'll happen yeah. June 1st at this point. But yeah, mm-hmm. we, were, we were so looking forward to it because the, the space that we're in at the row, you know, the row is a cool area. If you've been there, you know, that's it's where really Adidas cool. yeah, headquarters is and Bodega's there. But, you know, it's like a real cool office park, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. the place that we're in, we're in spaces. So we're in a temporary space and it's cool. It's a nice place to be in, but it's like you're in a hotel, you know, it's not yeah. home. And, you know, right. and anybody that travels knows what it's like, no matter how nice it is, no matter how nice a hotel can be, it's still a hotel, you know? Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, we're just looking forward to getting into our regular office and, and getting back on track. So that, that's definitely something that's, uh, that's been a little derailed and looking forward to, to finally getting into our Settling new home. In. Yeah. Yeah. How has, um, this pandemic changed your daily life? Man, I feel like every day is Groundhog's Day. It is crazy to me that Saturday is the same as Wednesday. It's so mm-hmm. weird. Like when you go to the weekend, it's like you think about when you're working, you look forward to the weekend and that's when you uh, may relax or do anything. But every day feels like the weekend. You know, yeah. I mean, I get up every day. Uh, you know, I work from a different couch in the house. I work on, I decide to work on this couch versus that couch. I call that moving offices. <laughs> <laughs> You I'm know, commuting. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm commuting, you know, I'm commuting today. And then, uh, you know, and, and with me working from home and my kids, I have three kids at home. Now, two of them are older. One one was a freshman in college, so he's out of school. I had to move uh-huh. him out of the dorms last week, you know, because uh-huh. they basically told everybody you can get back your get room out. and board if you if you left campus. So, you know, uh-huh. trying to save money. So we went ahead and moved him out. He wasn't there anyway. He was staying at the house. You know, my 15 year old, he has you know, classes, just like my oldest, they both have classes. So, you know, Zoom has changed the world. So they have their classes every day. And then I have a three. Are there are there rooms just for them to learn in like separate rooms or they're just in their bedroom? Oh, no, they're not. They just go to their room or they'll sit in the family room. Anybody will move around. And then I have a three year old and a three year old sitting in the house all day. As you can only imagine, it's a lot. So, you know, I have to do my work amongst all this that's going on in the house but you know i'm making it work i mean there's no gym mm-hmm. time now so you know can't mm-hmm. go to the gym but you know i right. guess you know being in california you definitely can take nice walks in the weather yeah are you doing that a lot uh actually outside? I, i've taken a few walks but i ended up catching a cold from from my youngest son so for a minute uh-huh. there i was staying in the house because i had a cold i mean <laughs> excuse me you hear me just <laughs> excuse me whoo yeah coughing a little bit but the cough is almost (laughs) gone but it was good for the corona episode (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, but what i was doing was uh i I just stayed in the house while while Mm -hmm. the cold went away you know no fever no no other uh, you weren't scared at all nah i wasn't you know i was just dealing with it yeah yeah so how has this affected your business Oh man, it's uh you know with us owning different brands that that we license, distribute, and uh and own outright, and you know it's made our business definitely more complex. You know you have some businesses mm-hmm. like a Kappa where you know it's a big business, and all of a sudden you're not shipping. So if you're not yeah. shipping, then you know you have your cash tied up in inventory sitting in the warehouse. And what's interesting about this for us was 
we were, you know, when you start to look at Q2, so what we ship in April and May, we already had almost all of that product in our warehouse right before mm-hmm. Chinese New Year and then towards middle, middle of February. So the product that we were going to ship in April, which normally we don't have it that early, but the product mm-hmm. that we were going to ship in April and May, we always have to get it in earlier because you have to get the production done before Chinese, before New, Chinese Year New Year or you yeah. will be able to deliver on time. So we've had right. it. So you have cash that's <clears throat> tied up in that inventory. So we're like, cool, mm-hmm. we have, at least we have all our inventory in. But as this thing progressed, which we all know it, it was basically, it would change. It was changing by the day. Like every day yeah. it was changing. So now we've gotten to the point where most of the major retailers are, have canceled their orders for April and May. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, some yep. guys are keeping their online orders. So we have all this inventory sitting in the warehouse that we can't ship out. So you have cash yeah. tied up in that inventory. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's a complicated situation to be in. And then when you yep. look at, uh, you know, our employees in our company, you know, everybody's on a shelter at home policy. You know, we're headquartered in New York and Los Angeles. So, mm-hmm. you know, even when the rest of the United States wasn't affected by it, we've been affected by it for going on three weeks. And, yeah. you know, we have everybody working from home and we're trying to conduct business as normal as possible in what we call the new normal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have websites we run. So the e-com teams are, are pretty active. Our warehouse can still ship. So, I mean, there are a few wholesale orders going out, but uh, we are fulfilling online orders and, uh, you know, operating. You know, you don't have activities yeah. going on, trying to reduce right. the amount of spending. Um, you know, we've been blessed that we haven't had to, to lay anybody off or furlough any employees. So, you know, we, we, uh, we're really happy about that. We've been able to keep all of our people employed. Um, you know, and obviously at the beginning, we were a lot busier. And I mean, there's still some people that are very busy because the econ teams mm-hmm. are, are, are busy. Some of the marketing yeah. teams are, are pretty busy every day because they're actively working on whatever they can get done from the house. Yeah. And then our ops teams are busy. And then, you know, the sales teams, we're in the process of selling the Q4 sales season right now for some of our brands. We just started. So, you know, everybody's just trying to stay as busy as possible. We're all on Slack. Interesting enough, mm-hmm. we had just implemented Slack literally right when oh. this happened. So we had like a whole phase in plan where it was going to take two weeks to phase everybody in. Well, you know, a byproduct <laughs> of this is everybody got phased in in like 48 hours. It, it happened really quickly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Slack is great. I love it. Yeah, it's been great for us. And I mean, and everybody's on it. Everybody's using it. So between Slack, Google Hangout, uh, Zoom, mm-hmm. you know, this is the new way business is getting done. Yeah. Um, as a business owner, what hard truths have been revealed in this process and all this ordeal? Wow. You know what? It, it's amazing to see what this can do to your business. And what I mean by that is when things stop, you know, it makes me think back to like 9-11 back in the day uh-huh. when, uh, you know, when all the air travel stopped in the United States and you had all those uh, airlines that got into trouble. Because yeah. they weren't made to stop doing business. And you remember there was an airline, like basically airlines shut down for a week. They went out of business. There were rental car companies yep. that went out of business. And, you know, mm-hmm. you really start to look at your business and you start to see that, you know, no business is meant to not operate at, at its full yeah. capacity or efficiency for an yep. extended period of time. Now, like I said, we've been blessed, but I've seen the effect this had on us. You know, we definitely, and we've been in a pretty good position. We were always very res- fiscally responsible and we had, mm-hmm. a, we have a strong business. So we've been able to weather it. 
But, you know, you start to see what happens, just like even with my business, the product that we're yeah. supposed to be shipping for April and May, we're not going to ship or we're not mm-hmm. going to ship in any capacity of what we expected to. So you'll have cash yeah. tied up in that inventory. You have bills that have to be paid. You know, if you think about it, we've already bought product for Q3, our fall order. Yeah. So we have deposits yep. with the with the factories. So, you know, I'm mm-hmm. talking to the factories every day and the factories are saying, hey, are you going to put down your deposits for production? And, you know, and right now you don't have the same cash flow coming through your business yeah. because you're not shipping. Like everything is interconnected. So, you know, it, it's, it's really interesting when you really start to break down how you have to manage your business when you don't have cash flowing through your business the way that it's supposed to. And then when you when you look at the banks, you know, any successful mm-hmm. business has a strong banking relationship. Well, then you have retailers. They're not paying their bills. You know, so some of the customers you can't even ship because they can't get approved for credit. Uh, You know, we all have lines of credit that we use to support our businesses. You know, the banks, they'll be on the phone with you every day. Are you healthy? Is your business Mm -hmm. okay? You know, it's just it's amazing how much things can change and the things you have to think about, you know, and and owning a business. You know, you got to think of the health of your business, but then Mm -hmm. you also got to think of the health of your people. You know, I mean, that's really important. You yeah. know, and thank God for the stimulus package. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I know. Well, I, I don't. Th- I think you're right. There's no business that is designed to withstand this type of ordeal. You know, like there. You know that term, like skating on thin ice. I think, yeah. like you know, no matter how well you bolster up your business, and you might think, like, oh no, we good. We're not on thin ice. But even if you're on like thick ass ice with no cash flow, that shit's gonna melt real fast. And like before you know it, like you are skating on thin ice. You know. Oh, for sure. Like we've done financial models because and then the other thing is you have the unknown. So, yeah, you know, nobody exactly. really knew how long this was going to last. I mean, it's interesting. I think about two weeks ago, right, when when we were first staying in front of this paint, because, you know, I watched the news all the time. I was paying attention to what was going on myself and my partners. And, you know, we had to make a decision like, all right, are we going to start a work from home policy? This is before mm-hmm. they even started with Enforced the shelter it, yeah. home policies. And yep. We made the decision, especially because we have an office in New York and you know how crazy New York can be. I mean, there's no way to even social distance. Like you can't, you got to ride the train. You got to walk through the city. Social distancing mm-hmm. is just difficult in New York to begin with. So yeah. we had made the decision on Friday, on on, the, on that Friday, two weeks, ago, uh, about almost three weeks ago. We're yeah. like, okay, we're going to shut down the New York office and we were going to make the LA office optional. Okay. You know, so with the idea that people had the option if they wanted to or needed to stay stay at home, they could. Mm-hmm. But at that point, we still had about 40% of our LA office wanting to go to work, right? Mm-hmm. So there was still going to be 40% of the people there, even though they had the choice to work from home. And, you know, we made it so that the New York people didn't have to go to work. Well, by Sunday night, the mayor of Los Angeles came out and started an official shelter at home yeah. uh, policy. And or the beginning of a shelter at home policy, because it wasn't completely official shelter at home because you still could go to go to the office. Yep. But that was the night that, you know, we just made the decision where we said, okay, everybody can stay at home now. Yeah. And that was the whole idea um, and just how quickly things could change. It changed from Friday to Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, if you started to look at it, it was like everything was changing by the day. I mean, the world, the, the way that this thing is moved. And then as, as the world was changing, also what, it, what effect it had on our business changed. Yep. Because as soon as they decided to have these shelter at home policies, 
you know, you had different national retailers shutting down by the day. Yeah. You know, all, you know, you already, we already knew Apple was shut down and then Nike uh-huh. shut down all their stores. And next thing you know, the Nordstrom shut down their stores mm-hmm. and then you had malls closing. And every time this happens, you know, you see more and more order cancellations or customers saying they're going to hold their orders. Yep. And I mean, we, we went from this, from the point of like, let's say it was all good a week ago. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was, it was Literally. the truest statement. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. It was all good just a week ago. Yeah. Now it was, it was, now it was all good like a day ago. Like every day it just changes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really a trip. It's been a trip to see how quickly things can change mm-hmm. and how, how things can get bad. You know, it even makes me think back. You remember when, uh, what was the hurricane that hit New York Sandy. at that time? Sandy. Yep. And I Where just remember like, living like in New York during that like time. Blacked out almost, right? It was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the lower Manhattan was yep. blacked out. But then, you know, I was living over the bridge in Jersey. And I just remember when the power was out, gas pumps don't work when the power is out. Uh-huh. So I just remember going through that. And it was just like, you start to, and that, that was a microcosm totally. of what's going on now. Yeah. But you look at how things affect everything. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, once they start shutting these stores down, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Like, all your orders are canceled. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, crazy. You, you touched on this earlier. Like, with something like a blackout, you sort of assume that, like, in a matter of days, it'll be resolved. You know, just hold tight. Yeah. But this is mm-hmm. like, we don't know if it's May. We don't know if it's December. We don't know if it's 2021. You know, and now yeah. I don't know if you've heard experts say like this might be a thing where like every winter the coronavirus comes back, like it just maybe won't go away, like it'll just be you know the the vaccine will hopefully solve it, but this might just be like the new reality too that we just all have to get used to. You know, nah, nah, it is crazy, but you know my my gut is telling me, and I hope, okay, I hope that I'm right. Yes. You know, I believe. I hear your prediction. I believe we will be back to work in May. The beginning of May. Now, okay. you know, and, and I know that there's some experts that say, okay, it'll run through the through the month of April. And then there's some people uh-huh. that believe it's going to run through the end of May. If this thing ran through the end of May, I mean, you would effectively have businesses that were shut down for three months. That's a long time. And, you know, yeah. when I really started to look at it, I, I always in my gut felt like everything would be shut down until about the end of April. And then we would mm-hmm. be looking at the first week of May for things to start to open back up. Now, not maybe everything's not open back up, but you know, this complete shelter at home policy that's going on in, in a majority of the country, I believe by the time we get to the beginning of May, this is gonna start to relax some. And I think we're gonna start on our path back to some sort of normalcy. I hope you're right, man. <laughs> I hope you're I right. Too. Um, how, so you mentioned about working from home. How are you staying productive? Are you finding it at all challenging or is it second nature to you? Um, yeah. How are you staying productive? Any tips on staying productive while you're working from home? No, nah, you know what? Sometimes I would, I would work from home anyway. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my office can be pretty hectic. Sometimes there's so many things going on that like, if I had been traveling for an extended period of time, sometimes I would take a day to work at home just so I could focus. Right. right? So I did. I didn't have distractions. So I found working at home pretty easy from that standpoint to be able to focus to get. Well, it depends on what kind of work you're getting done. If it was just making sure that I can get caught up on my emails and get some projects done, I haven't really had any problems. So no, no real issue from that standpoint. You know, I mean, if I got a laptop and a and a uh, and a phone. I mean, I can work no matter what, you (laughs) know, now granted there's a few distractions because the kids are, are here and Mm -hmm. everybody's home. 
So that changes a little bit, but I've actually been pretty productive working from home. You know, I'm using my Slack, I'm having my conference calls. I mean, I'm getting things done. I, yeah. I think the the harder thing for me has been um, the monotonous of every day being the same. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've never been at home for this amount of time. I, I can't say never. It's been a long time. You know, anybody <laughs> that knows me knows I'm on the go. I travel yeah. a lot, but even when I'm home. Right. I'm not I'm not always home. Like, yeah, I go to work and when I come home, yes, I'm home. But the idea that you're home all the time, because, you know, wh- what are you going to do if you go outside for a walk? You can go for a walk in the neighborhood, but yep. it's not like you're going. I mean, you're not going anywhere else. There's no other uh, social place like, you can go like to. It's like 40 minutes <laughs> yeah. and then you go back home. <laughs> yeah, then you go back home. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happens. Like, I've literally walked around the neighborhood. The other day I took a walk for like an hour and a half and I was on the phone uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. making phone calls. But then, you know, when, when, you, when you're not making the phone calls, you walk around, you, you know, you spend 40 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour outside. You're OK. All right. What am I going to do? It's like now I mean, you can't even walk to Starbucks. I mean, you can't no. like I, I live close to Ventura Boulevard. So, I mean, that's like a real happening area. It's like a main uh-huh. strip. There's stores. Yeah. All the stores are shut down. You see people walking up and down Ventura Boulevard. It's like, where do I go? When, what do I do? <laughs> they yeah. shut down Runyon Canyon. That's not that far from my house. You know, yep. basically they shut down the canyons, they shut down the beaches, they shut down the parks because people were going to all these places and they weren't practicing social distancing. So the yeah. mayor said, hey, we got to shut them down to keep people safe. So literally right. they just want you to stay at home or walk around your neighborhood. That's it. Yep. Yep. It is crazy times. Um, in, in what ways, if any, are you like leaning in or helping out or supporting the community? And if you're not, it's totally okay. What have you admired? What have you seen people doing that are like really positive? Well, man, I'll tell you the first thing was it was it's interesting, uh, this question. So initially, honestly, here, I, I hadn't done anything uh, under the like, let's say the foundation, even myself, let's say the business, because mm-hmm. the, for my first priority, I mean, this was selfishly was I just wanted to make sure my team was taken care of. So that was of really I mean, that's the um, responsibility of a business owner is you have yes. a fam- big family. Yeah, that's what, you know, that was the first thing that, that myself and my partners did. We really wanted to take care of our family. And now that we've taken our, care of our family, um, we, we're starting to see what else we can do to contribute and help with the community. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with some of our brands, we're looking at some things where we can, uh, because we, we still do have online sales going on. So we're trying to do some things that can help us donate to charity. And we're looking at some different things that we can do because there are still a lot of people out there that are less fortunate than us. You know, I, I mean... It breaks my heart to think about like the homeless people or the fact that they shut down all these schools and, you know, these kids, you know, when they talk about some of these kids, the only yep. good meal they get is at school. Yeah. You know, you yeah. just think about how debilitating this is to society. I mean, this is like, I mean, this is a a, a crisis of, mm-hmm. of like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unreal when you start to think of this, the crisis that we're in right now and what this yeah. is doing to everybody. Have you made any investments that have been affected either positively or negatively by the situation? Wow. Yo, this is a great question. So I actually have two things that have happened to me. So I have one thing where we were in the process of of acquiring a a part. We were going into partnership with the brand Mm -hmm. and the deal happened to fall apart in February. Because of Corona or not because of Corona? No, no. When it fell apart, it fell apart. It it didn't have anything to do with Corona, right? Mm -hmm. But when that deal fell apart and then we're going through the unwinding period, this is happening during Corona. And then I think about when 
we had to go to a shelter at home policy. You know, we had payroll that was associated with this business. We also had a, a lot of expenses that were would have been associated with this business. So you look back yep. at everything happening for a reason. Yeah. You know, we're not involved in that project, and that would have <laughs> made it more difficult for my if company. If you signed before in <laughs> yeah. February, holy shit, yeah. Exactly right. So we would have been dealing with that. And then I had another deal on the table where we were uh, signing an extension for for a license agreement that we have with one of our partners. And we had pretty much negotiated all the terms of the extension. And then we're, and this was a while ago, we'd done this probably six months ago, and we just been waiting for the paperwork to come through. And now the paperwork has come because lawyers have gotten all the paperwork done. And now we had to change the terms of the agreement because you have targets um, on the contract. Right. And now the whole world has changed. Like so literally the agreement has changed. Yeah, fulfill. the expectations. Yeah. You're not going to do the same volume. You, I mean, you can't even have the exact same goals because the first thing is you don't even completely understand what's happening right now, how that's going to affect, let's say, 2021, 2022, yeah. at least for the next 24 months, all of that's going to be affected. And let's say it takes 12 to 24 months for things to get to really what we consider normal. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever business trajectory you are on has changed. Yep. So literally, I had to go back through and change the goals for the contract. And me and the partner or the partner and I, we agreed on new goals. And that mm-hmm. is a direct effect of the coronavirus situation and what it's done to the global economy. It affected my contract. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's crazy. But, but it affected it beneficially for you. No, it sounded like you dodged two bullets there. Well, I, well, I dodged one bullet with the, with the other deal that didn't uh, come together. Yeah. But this one, I mean, to say that it beneficially helped me, I mean, the the, the numbers that we had agreed upon, mm-hmm. I was very comfortable with them. I mean, they, they weren't going to stress yeah, pre-corona. Yeah, pre-corona, yeah. there was no <laughs> issues with them. Now, naturally, we've changed the contract, but, uh, you know, I still would like to think that we can do well. Yeah. Um, it's just a reflection. I don't know if it really benefited us. I think it's more of, at least I was in a situation where I have a good partner to do business with, where we right. can come to an agreement and change the, the parameters and the terms of the agreement to, to fit what's going on in the world. You know, and that's when you know you have good business partners. Yeah. I want to ask you a real nitty gritty question on this. So let's say you had signed that extension deal and it was inked and signed and then corona happened and then the you know the trajectories and the projections and the expectations all are out the window now can you go back and change that signed contract to be like listen guys we're in a whole new world this is unrealistic that we can hit these can we change it is that a possibility i mean it it all depends on who your business partners are you know any contract could be changed or amended mm-hmm. uh that particular partner, I believe we would have made, excuse me, would have been able to come to an agreement anyway. um, to, to provide me some sort of relief. Yeah. You right, know, right. you know, basically, you know, a long time ago when we started the foundation, we said we want to do business with people, you know, we respect and, and people we genuinely want to do business with. So we mm-hmm. try to look for partnerships and, and partners and it doesn't always work out that way. But but people who are are going to do business the right way. You know, yeah. and and, you know, and that and it takes a level of understanding. And that's, you know, that's a partnership. Partnerships yeah. are like marriages. Right. You you know, you end up if you're in business arrangements and partnerships, you're essentially married to these people. So you yeah. have to, uh, 
you know, we, we have to work together and, and make Adapt. sure that what's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's good for one is good for the other. It can't be exactly. a lopsided agreement. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, 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 I, I feel like in the, the partnerships that we have, um, we have all good partners that, that yeah. we're working with. So I, I think we would be able to come to, to an agreement. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for your time. This was awesome. Oh, man, no problem, man. Uh, it's always good to catch up with you. Hey, thanks for tuning in and listening to this special stay-at-home series of The Business of Hype. As always, you can find out more about the show and listen to all the other episodes that we have on hypebeast.com slash radio. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It still helps us tremendously to leave a rating, leave a comment, and share the show with others. I greatly appreciate it. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Jeff Staple. This special stay-at-home series of The Business of Hype was directed by me and produced alongside Christina Hong. Social distancing was practiced during the making of these episodes, and I urge everyone, stay at home, distance yourself from others, wash your hands, cough and sneeze in your elbow, and don't touch your face. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay inspired, and we will get through this. I'm Jeff Staple, and you've been listening to The Business of Hype on Hype Beast Radio.